Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's right around here somewhere. Ready to go for another day here in paradise as we uh, cruise through yet another day towards our night. Supposed to be windy today. With the suns. I don't care about that. With the suns <laughs> and the uh, the playoffs. And, of course, you get yourself the uh, the draft. I'm in my Steelers shirt yes. today. I'm ready to go. Draft day is uh, upon us once again. It's become quite a celebration. Must be nice. Las Vegas. I know you don't get one. No. Your team doesn't understand how football or the business inner workings of football or drafting or scouting. You, the Bears don't do it right. Ryan Pace never yeah, understood that. Well, they still don't. Thank Christ he's gone. They're not even going to be down there for the it's Vegas like party. Ten man. more years. What what jackass skips the Vegas party? You you, dra- you trade and get into that thing. <laughs> so many teams with two first-rounders, the Bears could have done something. There's nothing left to trade. No, they got hit. They're, we got they're, nothing. They're, the cupboard is bare. <laughs> You got a, You got Justin Fields and then your fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. And somehow no money, which doesn't make any sense. But uh, and now they're talking about trading another linebacker. Like maybe we will and trade the not? only guy we've got left for no reason at all. And this will be another Ohio State quarterback that uh, comes and goes and wastes another first rounder. And it's, it may, may not be his fault this time. There's never been a good one, but this one rarely happens. Oh, it doesn't happen. It's never happened. Uh, but it doesn't. Uh, like Justin Fields might be okay, but we'll never know because the Bears just are a mess. Steelers or not, Cardinals made their move yesterday with uh, Kyler, giving him that 50-year extension. I think he's going to pay him like $28, 29000000 million now. And, uh, Is I was he done gonna, crying? Well, no, because it's $20, 29000000 million for this year. He's looking for 40 So this this is a concession deal to play on this last contract, this fifth-year option. And uh, if he doesn't make hay here, then they're not going to pay him at all. And then somebody else will have to do it. It's Baker Mayfield's situation they got here. Uh, and I personally look at this, that without the – you know, Deshaun Watson miracle in Cleveland, that Baker Mayfield thing could have turned. It, it is still a disaster. They still have him, and I don't know what they're going to do. I would I would assume Baker Mayfield goes somewhere today. That's my guess, like Carolina or somebody. I, I don't know who's going to pay him. And Baker Mayfield went from a guy who was, gonna, who was looking at a max contract 
with the Browns to going, yeah, we're not going to pay you that, and thinking someone else would, and now he's just kind of in limbo. It's a weird situation for him. So there's a lot that could happen tonight. It might be very interesting. Unfortunately, it'll all be in the background because we'll be watching the Suns and uh, Pelicans here locally. Hope Baker saved that uh, progressive money he made. Uh, he's made a ton of money. Yeah. I mean, the guy's been in a lot of ads, and he was the face of progressive during. You really realize how much insurance companies make when you think about that. Progressive has oh, big. six oh, yeah. different ad campaigns, let alone yeah. just, you know, not only saturating every entity of commercials and internet, and they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Uh, all of them, you know, Liberty Mutual, all of them. Progressive, what's the Geico? They have. And think about how many of them are like, well, there's an ad campaign for the exact same product running. Nobody does that. Allstate. Nobody does that. Coca-Cola doesn't have seven different angles to advertise. They have usually an ad campaign with one slogan. And, I mean, you look at Progressive and they've got. And there's so much crossover that sometimes you, you don't even know. Don't know which company. one's what. They yeah. don't care. It's, and that's how much money we spend in insurance every year that they've got. They have to be. I'm not sure of this, but I would assume. That insurance as an industry has to be the number one advertiser in all of advertising. Has in, to be. Insurance and uh, pills. Yeah, pills are up there, but I don't see them nearly as much as insurance. No. Every commercial break, you'll hear or see an insurance ad. Well, but they're also targeted at programs that we watch. Too. True. That's when you're that up is. at Heavy 2 in the morning sports. like I That's used true. to be. <laughs> it's all pills. <laughs> that is true. If you get that, but it is that is true. I'm heavy sports, so they do. And I don't, why do they have insurance for... But they do. They have tons of it. Actually, it's pretty much all over. That and TV's Doug Hopkins. He's there a lot, too. But that's just local. But the, uh, there's a ton. So, yeah, you just sit and wonder what Baker Mayfield's going to do. But at least he's I'm not worried for him financially. you got to just worry about a guy's potential money, you know? You don't want to be the dude who is supposed to make $180,000, but you made forty. And then got hurt on the job and could, and then your job doesn't pay you. You're done. And you're finished. And it's like that potential of what – and I know people – have a hard time feeling sorry for, you know, twenty eight million versus forty million. That's a tough one for all of us to. But think about it from a perspective of where we understand it, and it would and it would rack you. It doesn't matter that it, that it could have been, and it is twenty eight million. It is where he lives, and you can't you know get too upset about it. But when you're when you're running the risk at twenty seven, twenty eight years old of not having had the, the you know the riches you could have gotten, it's not going to do well for you. And you can run out of money. People don't know that. <laughs> they still throw that stat up there that's 80% of the well, players. Oh, they don't make money, it. They lose. Oh, yeah, there's a ton that don't because so many of them don't make it more than two or three years. The guys you never heard of that got nice fat deals to start are 23. It's not going to last you forever. That's all. I like when Dave Ram- Ramsey always says that. It's easier to hate a millionaire than it is to just go do it yourself. Yeah. So it's easier to blame someone who's got tons of money than it is to just go, you know what? It's possible. I just have to figure out a way to do it for me. Not everybody's going to do it, but still, it's easier to just bash rich people and say, ah, they don't, they, they should be selected. Well, all of us, if we were true to ourselves, would say, do you want $28 million or $40 million? Not one of us would say, what's the difference? We'd say 40 Immediately, every right. single person. So when we do that with athletes, I always get confused because like, he's making twenty eight. That's better. Why not get forty? Is no different. Oh, it's different. It's different by twelve million dollars. That's a lot. Just give me one year of that. Yeah, well, give me that for one year. You'd blow it. If you're tw- now, you're twenty four. Take your twelve million, and I guarantee you, you'll be looking for something later. Uh oh. Okay. This is twenty eight million. Boo hoo. And I'm not feeling sorry for him. I'm just saying that. 
I'll live in my trailer. That's how the business works. It's just how it works. So we'll see. And more millionaires tonight drafted. There'll be 32 new ones tonight. Get Joe Shiesty some linemen. <laughs> yeah, you got to get some Brady's Bengals quarterback, a couple of dudes that can get them past uh, the Rams, which they're not. Just keep it down below uh, six sacks a game. Don't worry about it. Your Bengals made their run. They that did. I know. You're done for 30 years. It's yeah. over. Yeah, quit bitching over yeah. there. All right. It's yeah. been 85. I don't know if there are any of what I'm about to say living out there, but Los Angeles Charger fans, you're the ones that are on deck now to be the holy crap team. They're That's an amazing football team on paper. If everything goes well, I don't see them. So what are they losing. going for? If you're the Chargers. The Chargers, whatever. They're full up everywhere, probably offensive line. Maybe a secondary guy, but that that is the on paper, that is without question the strongest team going in. And then you got, you know, I mean, there are a lot of teams that you're just – and the Broncos are good now. That whole AFC West is solid. It's scary. It's a good, Herbert's the real deal, too. Herbert is without yeah, question, like just cool as ice. He's great. So we'll see. But the football draft is tonight. That's very exciting. You got uh-huh. that. Suns are back. People are. T- I, I went back and forth with you. Who cares? You don't care. The Bears fans are out. <laughs> done. I go back and forth with this guy in email because he's he's doing a compare. He, somebody else emailed me about Booker or uh, about uh, um, DeAndre Ayton and Kyler Murray. It's like you always say Kyler Murray. Give him a chance. DeAndre Ayton shouldn't get signed. And I just go back to the idea that Cardinal fans, you should want Kyler Murray to be your quarterback because think of how hard it was to find him. It, quarterbacks are not easy to replace. DeAndre Ayton, we've seen a little easier to replace. Rather than to give that guy all the money, you can probably put pieces together and make his absence a little more tolerable. You'll have money when Chris Paul leaves in a little bit, maybe next year. What if the Cardinals ended up with Baker Mayfield? Spun uh, Murray? Mm, no. God, no. Why would you do that? That's a, that, And to me, that's going backwards. Cardinals. It is Car- It is a Steve Kime move, and they'd probably give him a raise and an extension. I don't He's got heart. Whatever. Kids and got he likes heart. beer. So does Caleb have. <laughs> Caleb's got a heart, too. You're not going to roll him out there. But, yeah, I just uh, – well, all the arguing and back and forth, I, I, it makes me want to do a podcast just to calm everyone down and tell them, all right, let's talk specifically about how easy it would be to replace DeAndre Ayton in basketball compared to Kyler Murray in football. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Quarterback is so hard to find. Look at all of what happened in the offseason this year. Teams scrambling to try to get a quarterback. Look at the Bears. Look at my team. They leverage their, their entire future in the hopes that Justin yeah. Fields is the guy. And, and screwed up the whole thing just because quarterback's more important than anything else. You can make the other parts work if you've got a franchise quarterback. If you don't have a franchise quarterback, you don't have a chance. You have to have a guy you're pinning it all on and not some guy you got your fingers crossed about. Kyler Murray's at least a guy you can say, hey, we were nowhere near where we are right now without that guy. So I always, the Cardinal fan always gets really bothered by, oh, got to get rid of him. We were talking about it at the H&H Ranch the other night before the Suns game. One of the guys is like, they got to get rid of Kyler. And I'm like, for what? Well, go get, go get a quarterback that's like, oh, you're going to spend $50 million on an Aaron Rodgers type guy. 
And uh, then what? Then where's all the And are you agents? ready for another uh, two yeah. to three year rebuilding? You already lost Chandler Jones. You already lost a couple guys because you can't afford them. And uh, now imagine tagging a $50 million quarterback that you got a year on. Open that window for just a click. Maybe a year. Maybe two. And you're going to look at the Rams just turn into a mess here because they got no draft picks either. And they've leveraged their – they got their trophy. So the window opened and they grabbed it. But, ah, football. It's so good to have football just around. Sorry, Brett. I know I'm watching about USFL this year. Yeah. Screw and then this. You got your White Sox losing <laughs> seven or eight in a they row. They won yesterday. They're back Did on. They get, yes. they get off the schneid? Yes, finally. They're under five. They're the same record as the Cubs and Diamondbacks. Yeah. It's all right. It's only the first Same record I'm as good. the D-backs the White Sox have. It could be a nightmare. It's for a long season. It's, it's, it's going to be a real long one if they keep playing like that. Uh, anyway, it's all back. And sports just makes everybody happy. It's just a better thing. People who don't like sports, I... I I don't know where you, I don't know where you find your joy. It's the only thing. I, it's the only thing like we all can talk about. It's the only thing we all have fun with. And I know it's just joyful for me. It's just a great feeling. It's a little drug. That's two in a row for the Diamondbacks too. What's going I on? Know. I know over the Dodgers. I know knocked the Dodgers out of first place right here. And sure, Chip's thrilled about oh. that. Yeah, I went to the game the other night. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> Blind squirrels. <laughs> Yeah, they found their nut twice. Got them yesterday, too. Uh, and then uh, congratulations to whomever this person is in Gilbert. Did you hear? Oh, yeah. What was it, 4.28 million or something like that? No, it was. Was it more than that? Yeah, it was big bucks. Or four, 428 yes, million. Yeah, yeah, 428 yeah. million. That's right. $428 million. I may be light on that. That doesn't sound right. Is that 468? Either way, a Powerball ticket was sold in Gilbert, a single winner uh, in Gilbert. Four hundred and fifty plus million. I don't know how much. Four seventy three point one. Four hundred seventy three million dollars is going into the hands of someone in Gilbert. And oh, Brady, how I pray to your God. I was so close to it, John. You've been there, Warner and Gilbert Road is where I've been to that convenience store. I don't know which one it is. You've QT. probably been there. Yep. Is it a QT? Yep. We've all been in the area. My, we all are you know, East Valley friendly. I used to be. I don't go over there anymore. But I'm sure I've been to that one because I used to be in that area all the time. Uh. Yeah, it's insane. $470 million. And, and Brady, hands together, do it for me. Pray to your God that the person who won this in Gilbert doesn't hand it over to the goddamn church. Please, Gilbert, it's very possible that you're going to pay a Mormon church that has a billion-dollar gold facility already on Val Vista all the money because you feel like they put you in good favor with the Lord. Please be greedy and selfish with this money the way it was intended. All they have to, you know, in that case, John, it's just 10%. Oh, but 10% is too much. And you, all it does is cover the legal fees of the Father Dales of the world who are trying to finger kids. Please! The more money you give them, the more lawyers they can afford for all the things they do terribly. Please! I have a feeling you're going to hear the person come out. And they've got like 13 kids. It's going to be a perfect Gilbert person. Although they are playing the lottery. But I, I'm thinking, I think Mormons um, play the lottery. I think there's a, I think they lie and talk about like you know a sin free life. And this would make a Mormon feel terrible that they played the lottery, won it all, then they'd give it all back. Don't give it to the church, please. They've got plenty. They've got tons. Please don't do that. If congratulations, anything, landscaper. I guess. Oh, uh, well, let's I'd rather see. Yeah. That. I would much rather see. QT. Yes. In there. Yes. Give it back to the cartel is what Brady's saying rather than the yeah. church because the cartel is decent. 
and kind and doing good work for help the community. Help the flow. Yeah, help it out. The church, at least they're honest with what they do. Exactly. <laughs> at least they're honest. At least and they're finally. a cartel who calls it, well, well, this is what we are. Not the cartel that lies to you and builds, I mean, they both have the exact same taste. Yeah. Giant gold rooms with gold toilets. It's, I mean, the Mormon church is so Mexican, it's ridiculous. <laughs> they can finally finish that tunnel they've been yeah. working on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and my God, the tile work. It's going to be amazing with that. I mean, you you can bump it up from the dollar seventy a square to the five bucks a square installed. Man, I tell you what. Now you can put nice. that underground hospital in if people get injured on the way to and from. Yeah, four hundred seventy million dollars from just getting a you know a drink and a bag of funyuns and then going. Hey, why not? Yeah, give me one of them. Yeah, I'll throw throw that on there. Or even going to that little vending machine of lottery tickets and just walking out of there going. Nah. And then you come out of there with a nearly a half a billion dollars. You were a Gilbertian, and now you got four hundred million bucks in your pocket. Just don't give it to some rich company. If you're gonna ha- if you feel guilty about having it, I don't understand you. But if you feel guilty about winning that person out there, hopefully you're listening. Uh, start handing it out to things that don't make money. Don't give it to a church that's already got billions. Don't give it to something that's already you know. Give it to something that's like, man, we're doing the best we can. Skirting by, you know. If you're a dog person like me, make shelters comfortable for the dogs for for years to come. Make it so they never have to scramble with. And you know what else you could do? You could save me. This would be really helpful to the community as well. Because then you save those uh, those awkward conversations I have to have with shelters who try to get me to host big events. That's just awful. Just shut them <laughs> I, I have to, like, I feel really bad. I want to be part of I don't want to host uh, any of those. I'm so bad at that, and, I, I, and they think I'm okay at it, and I'm not. I'm wildly uncomfortable. I, I Oh, it's so hard for me to do that. And then they don't have to have all those fundraisers or anything like that. They'd be covered for a while because, uh, you know, there's nothing worse than, than fundraiser chatter for the lady asking and for the person that has to do it. Oh, it's so hard. I've done three in the last year. I got to wear a shirt with buttons on it and talk to people and and try to make people interested while all I hear is the clinking and clanking of forks and knives over the free meal that you get for donating in the first place which never underst- I never understood why you expect smoking deal on a trip uh, you bid on Yeah, oh I got a, I got that big bid that was brutal. But the worst part is is that uh all that money that you give all year and then they got to put this fundraiser on and feed you. I'm one that goes into this thing saying let's make this snappy. Let's have some sort of auction or something like that and raise more money. But I don't want you to give me a, a high-end uh, dinner at Montalucia. It's very sweet, and it's a great event. But I'd much rather just be able to cover your nut for a couple of years, and then you don't have to beg people for money. That would be lovely, but not to some church that's, that's built. If you build the thing that they build out in Gilbert for the Mormons, they don't need any more donation. They're doing real good. They figured out an investment plan. They're killing it. Oh, man, I have a feeling. I just have a feeling. I like Brady's plan, though. The landscaper. Let's just hope that Jorge and the boys. I didn't get a call from my landscaper saying we're not coming today. So I know it's not Al and the guys. So my landscapers are still there. If you got a call from your landscapers today, it said, uh, you know what? You guys can go ahead and uh, f*** off because I owned you, bitch. <laughs> no, then you know your guy probably found it, hit it. But coming forward, Warner and... Uh, Warner and Gilbert Road. That is in the heart of it. So I'm thinking maybe it's a family of 15, and their great joy is going to be spread all over that giant billionaire church. 
That is sort of like winning the lottery and then feeling guilty and just giving all your money to the guy who owns Discount Tire. Why? He's doing fine. Yeah, but those tire shops, they could use the and paint and like no, I think he's got like tons of I think he's doing really well. Let's give it to a let's give it nice to a thing. Nice compressors. Yeah. Let's give it to the Catholics. They already have billions, but they could do I don't understand that. They do so much and it's you you're just buying your way in. I'm just I'm rooting for it to go to something that actually has needs because it's Gilbert. If this was Phoenix, I wouldn't even be talking about the charity angle. These Gilbertians, they they're guilty about, you know, everything because their church has them scared to death to look at, you know, the sky. You look at the sky, you have a hot drink, you're going to hell. They're, so they're going to they make them feel like every everything they get that's a gift has to go back to the church. Please don't. Please don't. Just keep it. Be selfish. Buy buy everything for yourself. Go get one of them Den Bilzerian yachts and start tooling around and spread Mormonism on that. You get more attention that way than buying your way in. But good luck to you. So have good story. And Phoenix was in the news again, uh, not only just for that, the national news covering the, the Powerball ticket, and then uh, the guy on the Delta flight. Did you see that one? I missed that Phoenix one. guy on a Delta flight decides to say, you know what? Seatback isn't going into its upright position, and I don't need to wear a seatbelt. Here we go. And then when the uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him Tom. I'm going to call him Tom Brenneman because the language used. But uh, the, the flight attendant came over and, sir, you're going to have to um, get that seat up, and we're going to need you to buckle up because we're about landing. You don't tell me what I do, homo F-word. <laughs> like, all right, that's language I won't tolerate. Get out of my face. F- I'm not a dick. Whoa. And then he goes and gets on the phone to tell the pilot, we got a problem. We got a troublemaker. In first class, the first class troublemaker, they served him a drink, and then they wouldn't serve him a second one because they knew he was a little bit off. And he gets up and sees the homo F-word he can't stand and staggers over to him while he's on the phone. The pilot grabs the phone and punches him in the chest with it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's a funny story because it's uh, everybody's okay. But yeah, Phoenix Man is becoming a thing on the internet. Phoenix Man wins Powerball. Phoenix Man punches homosexual flight attendant in the chest with phone after calling him a homosexual slur. I was curious because it says uh, removed from flight after uh, slur. And I'm like, ooh. And then it said flight attendant a bunch. And I'm like, wow, I wonder what he called her. Because in my mind, I still think girl for flight yeah. attendant. And then when they said homo- homophobic slur, I pictured the last three flight attendants I've had. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I forgot. Those guys love doing that, too. <laughs> that's right. It is kind of a – something about being a flight attendant is a bit of a magnet to gay guys. It must be the travel. I don't know what it is, but they, they love that. Oh, they love sashaying to the phone and doing their announcements. I don't know about all that. They do. Here's You've the next guy on the it. plane right here. <laughs> all right, we're going to remove you from the flight, Brett. They don't sashay. Yes, they, they don't have do. a choice. They have to be. There's no sashaying flight yeah. attendants. RuPaul supermodels no, playing no. in the background while he's walking down the aisle. It, Listen, when, your that head, three, when that three dollar bill yes, comes look, down, yeah. in your head that's happening. In reality, he's just walking up and down. But but you never see a guy go. I've hey, never seen sachet chante. Yeah, you never hear the. Hey, my name's Gus. I'll be your flight attendant today. Please pay attention. I'm going to tell you how, how, what you do with your belt when it uh, when we crash. Essentially, <laughs> I'd rather have that. Oh, you'd rather have it, but you're not getting that. Gus doesn't sachet. You never hear, you never see like a guy with dirty fingernails, a little bit masculine. My wife and I were out last night, and I was giving her the goods. And <laughs> you don't have an everyman. There's never an everyman flight attendant. You can't. I, why? See, this is what this is what's playing when when yeah. that, uh, when he comes up. In the Brewster Prod. Uh, and her- what is up oh, there? It is. 
Okay, everyone. We're going to need your seat. Uh, why are you... I'm not sashaying. Shut your mouth. Come on, just do it. Everybody, the drink service is coming through in just a second. Me and Gus are going to be good. Give me the phone, Twink. <laughs> we got beers for the men. We got uh, some sort of sprinter for you homos. <laughs> Thanks for flying. Uh, Mad air. Sashay airline. <laughs> Don't listen to Gus. I talk too personal-like. Nobody's sashaying yeah, up the, in a no, The disco no. ball comes down from the- your right. <laughs> Something about air travel has attracted that element rather than the everyman. And the everyman loved to fly. Brady, if you could be a flight attendant, you'd do it. But nobody would want you as a flight attendant. I, I like fly sassy air. I like my <laughs> flight attendants to be flaming, and I don't know why. It seems like things are getting done better that way. There used to be really hot women. Then it turned into really old women. Then it turned into gay guys. And all the while, the service was great. I've not, I've known two male flight attendants that were uh, straight as an arrow. But when they tell you, you quite like immediately, you're like, "Oh, he might be gay." I've been misreading this, and I don't know why that is. It's like a, it is a gay-friendly profession. But I, you know, could and, be a, could be a good move being a straight guy. You know, if you're a single yes. straight guy doing that, it's like when you took home ec in high school and stuff. That's where all the chicks are. It's where the women yeah. were exactly. You get to hang out in hotels with them, and I mean, it's smart. I don't know, but uh, yeah. It's a it's a gay friendly thing, and I've never understood it. I don't, uh, but it is what it is. Travel world. What? Ski mask is here. Ski mask way. I love that. Get paid. Ski mask pulling in nine minutes late today. Nine minutes is the it's about the average is between six oh seven and six ten. Yeah. For her show that starts at six. Yeah, that is. But awesome. it still takes a few minutes to get up there too, so it's not like has arrived. There she is. Go get them, Ski Masters. And I, I was scrambling today, too. You were? Yeah. Yeah. No, when one of us runs a little behind, we're still 30 minutes early for the beginning of the show. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like we sit in here and just, like, scramble and prep, but we're here I'm making sure we got everything on <laughs> We're not Ski Masking our way through the day. We earn our keep. Look at her sashaying in there like some sort of flight attendant. <laughs> Anyway, I, I, and, I, and if you talk to a flight attendant, you're like, why do, you, why do gay guys say, well, we love traveling? Like, so do straight guys. I wonder why no straight guys want that job. Is it the stigma that... I think it is a stigma. If you're, if you're a straight guy doing it, everybody thinks you're gay? I think so. Oh, it's probably true, huh? Anyway, that uh, flight attendant got punched in the chest. And he could use the tactical black uh, airplane seminar. Because they deal with unruly passengers, and they do guns, and they do all sorts of – in the fuselage of the plane they built, which is a real plane, uh, you could find out what it's like when a guy – all he wouldn't do is straighten his seat. Why not? What's wrong with that, guys? Put your seat up. Everybody knows the rule. Why are you, why are you causing that issue? Because he didn't like the gay flight attendant. He wanted to pick a fight. Maybe it's the guilt getting, they get from the pilots or whatever. They come out of the cockpit and look at the Jeez, what are you thinking? Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. They wouldn't give him a, So long, Skippy. They wouldn't give him a second drink. That's where he his rebellion was. I'm not putting my seat up. And let's be honest, I know it's an FAA rule, but if you've got a dude willing to call you the homo F word and not put his seat up and throw a big stink, the plane's still gonna land with the seat not in its upright position. They're just worried a little bit about the person behind hitting their head on the seat that's not supposed But if the plane gets into trouble where you're worried about people smashing into the seat in front of them, something bad's happening anyway. Would it have gone away if he got the second drink? 
Oh, sure. He was he was cut off and embarrassed okay. by a lesser than in his mind. Is this homo's going to cut me off? What does he know? I don't cut him off from a second dick every night. All I want is a drink. <laughs> and I know his inner bigot kind of got angry at the gay guy and said, he's he can't take me. And probably had some uh, hatred towards that group of people. And this guy one-upped him and got over on him because he was just doing his job properly. And this uh, bigoted idiot got up and punched one of my guys. Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a very virtuous homosexual. It happened since, um, geez, it's almost been seven months now. It's been going great. I don't even feel it, to be honest with you. I go through my days the exact same. It's great. I'm still virgin. I'm not going to lie. But, I would have uh, maybe done what I did with my uncle who had the horrible head wound. Yeah. He wanted to drink a lot afterwards, They and they didn't allow him. Who did My uncle, who had the massive head wound. I understand that. Who didn't let him drink? The doctor said you can't. Um, he just had this appetite for alcohol. Oh, right. And part of the head, it probably was dealing with a headache and the, yeah. the let brain. Let the dude drink. Well, we would just take a... He'd drink wine, and we would. Uh, he loved bourbon too. We would just take diet coke <laughs> and, and a little water. Yeah, and he would drink it for a while, and then he, you know, got onto it. So what I was thinking is, what if you just diluted a? Just give him a weak drink. Well, yeah. on planes they have to give you a little bottle. No, you make it yourself. Well, you just say made it. The guy would never. He would probably ask, "Where's my little bottle?" I know I, I mixed would. it for you. Because yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want that. He already hates gay people. He doesn't want a gay guy going, I made this special with my own liquids. Here's your Baileys. It's my own liquids. You got a white Russian. I know you didn't order it, but uh, Thanks, RuPaul. Yeah. Bring me another one. <laughs> right, why don't you sachet back over there and bring me the ingredients like a normal flight attendant would? I'll mix it myself. How about a Margie? <laughs> Mango Margies. Ugh. All right, enough already, mayor of I'll town. put my seat up. Yeah, seats up. I like when a seat's down. He should have just played up the gay. But either way, Phoenix man in the news like Florida man now. Uh, we're starting to get all over it. But one wins the Super Powerball and one fights a gay flight attendant while they're landing here in Phoenix. I don't know why you take that risk. You know the punishment for effing around on a plane like that. What a pain. It's not worth it. No. Not at all worth it. So hopefully he just cooled off. But I'm sorry. I was a little drunk. Sorry to all my uh, my brethren who... Fly the friendly skies. Try to just get a couple drinks out. Go to exotic locations like Rockford, Illinois, and <laughs> Nashville and Tampa. What are you flying? Allegiant? Allegiant no, Air, I'm guessing, on. yeah. But this was Delta, so you're in Atlanta every day. I don't know. I guess you're I don't know, you're gay and you just like Atlanta a lot. I don't know why that would be the travel destination. I guess they bounce out of Atlanta into some decent – but Delta flies all over. So I don't understand – yeah, the uh, the gay flight attendant that loves travel, who's who's doing the discount, you know, Spirit Allegiant. What are you going all these you know, Mesa Gateway to Rockford, Illinois? That's not a gay travel destination by any stretch. You don't have to worry about the seats there. Yeah, I'm sure they don't go down. They're wicker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do a thing. It's sitting on a, bu- One, a depot <laughs> bucket. <laughs> One's a bucket, the other's a crate. The seatbelt is a rope tied to the guy in front of you. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird, but uh, so Phoenix man, nice job. Hopefully, you're listening too, and just put your seat up. Why do we have this mentality in America now that anybody that's different than you is trying to get you? He's a flight attendant. He likes wangs. Big deal. It doesn't affect you. Put your seat up. He can't serve you drinks when you act like a dickhead. 
you, you, there's repercussions to being a complete drunken moron. Control your intake. If you're a drunk and someone... Now, why do drunks never realize that when they, they drink and someone says, I'm not giving you anymore? Why is it that person's fault? Yeah. Why, why don't they ever look and go, ooh, am I acting bad? Because the only way you don't get served again is if you're acting like an asshole. That's it. Because they, you know, in their mind, they think they announced it on the intercom. Well, like it's somehow or another their right to, to get drunk and be loud. And I'm not hurting anybody. So I'm not going to serve you anymore. I think you're done. And somehow or another, that's never the drunk's fault. I've talked to people. Who got to cut me off last night. I was fine. I'm like, evidently you weren't. Well, she's being a bitch. I'm like, no, you were probably, no bartender says I don't want to give you more. That's more money for them. Nobody handing out drinks is like, God, I can't wait to not give them stuff. Bars have been closed because of that. Right. Lawsuits. You can't do it. You get overserved on a plane. This person's like, this guy's bombed. I don't know where they're going to go next, but they can't drink here anymore. There's nothing wrong with it. Alcoholics, drunkies, boozies who think you're fun and you're not. If you're cut off, it's because you're acting like a dick. Again, I'm going to say this for Brett's. Look inward. <laughs> look inward. When someone says no more alcohol for you, turn and look inward. This is a sobering moment for all this. I'm your call map. The next time somebody says, no, you can't have one, wonder what you did. Don't start blaming them for your problem. And put your goddamn seat up. There's another 142 people on this plane that don't want to deal with you and sit on it for another 45 minutes while the authorities come and buckle you up and throw you out. I've never been cut off at a bar. Ever. And I've been plastered at a bar. Me too, John. Yeah, Brady hasn't because he doesn't try hard enough at bars. (laughs) Have you been cut off? No. You probably should have been a couple of times. I know I should have been. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I've never been the drunk But that's just when you tip well. <laughs> that's when you start handing out the cash. Don't worry about it. But that's because you know, hey, look, I'm not here to, I've been kicked out of bars, stupid swizzle in, but that was my fault. It was that angry lesbian that started pushing me. I didn't know that was the owner. How am I supposed to know? You've dealt with people getting kicked out. I have too, kicked like people out of bars. I have removed people from bars. And I didn't even work there. And not like in a physical way. I've been like, that is enough. And that's where friends have to kick into. But where's the dude sitting next to first class dickhead? But that was it. A gay guy told a bigot, I'm not serving you. And he was going to make trouble for him the rest of the way. And did. I think the pilot should be able to come out and punch you right in the face. Do you realize how much responsibility I have right now? God damn it, I don't need your garbage. Just like the kids in the back seat of a car. The pilot, all right, that's it. Put it on autopilot. I'll be right back. I'm going to go smack one of these little sons of bitches. You're going to act like this the whole way? You're going to be a dickhead? I can't tolerate this anymore. Pilots should have a right to go out. They have every right in the world, FAA rule, that they can punch someone square in the face. And if you retaliate, it's it's uh, akin to manslaughter. You go to jail for 10 years or more. Pilot can go out and just whack you right in the nose. They're they're sitting there floating around. with. They, always, they call them souls. Got 142 souls on board. You know why? Because if they said bodies, it would be too real. Souls makes you feel like, man, we're already they're already dead. <laughs> 142 souls on board. Okay, pilots have to deal with to keeping the... you alive. They don't want to deal with your your personal issues. Punch to the face immediately. What would it take to have Mike Tyson as an air marshal? Yeah, it would be great work. Mike Tyson should always be there. Money may. Put your seat up. I don't know why you won't put your seat up. It just doesn't make sense. It's reckoning up for the other souls. The other souls want to get to Phoenix. Why are you doing this? All right, here we go.
fun. Sorry, Mr. Tyson, but the homo wouldn't give me a drink. That's right. It's the homo's job. Not to eat, well, you're an alcoholic. Yeah, I don't understand it. But just, yeah, Mike Tyson, pop over the seat ahead of you and just start throwing and allow it. Phoenix, man. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Maybe something for the draft. I don't know why the Cardinals even... Do they have a pick? Yeah. I've been paying attention to the Cardinals. I don't care what they do. I don't even know if they're in the first round. If they are, I don't know where they're going to go. they got a lot of holes to fill. Uh, let's get it together. Get yourself a, a draft song or something, or maybe even a song for that poor flight attendant. Is there a song called... <laughs> I already see no, RuPaul's you already played the RuPaul. That's right. I already That's see that one's, that one's happening. <laughs> Never mind. Don't do that. <laughs> I got it. There's a bunch of Phoenix men out there. Although, as bigoted and awful as this is, Brett, I wish we could do this while during drink service. <laughs> All right, just now the card service is going to t- come through with some drinks and snacks for you guys. And if you have anything, just ask Brian uh, for your help. Here we go. Want you drink? Who wants to drink? Want some pretzels? How about some veggie sticks? <laughs> prunes. Uh, prunes? What? Sorry, raisins. Well, you don't want to chuckle the Baron, so. Okay, <laughs> guys, avoid prunes, Brady. What's wrong with you? I don't want them. Good Lord, prunes. What flight are you? Brady's on old man air now. We didn't realize. They offer Brady. He got to an age where they're offering him prunes. Prunes and Werther's. You know, flying can constipate an older gentleman. Would you like, would you like a, a hard candy and some prunes, sir? Yeah. Money. Hover around air is awesome. Put it on a flip-flop. <laughs> anyway, give us that wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KB. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.